watching something at the time as well. Oh man, my bad, my was bad. it porn? No, <laughs> what? I was not watching porn. I was watching YouTube. <laughs> oh my gosh, why did you go to porn so suddenly? It was a question. There, there's an infinite number of things you could have been watching. <laughs> Why did you go to porn immediately, though? Why was porn the first thing you went to? Because <laughs> it was likely to get the reaction. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. I'm a button pusher. Yes, you are. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to let you know, I did have a can of beer with my dinner. And it was a light dinner because I was like, oh shit, let me eat something before I... Uh, come on here. Uh, had a light beer. Light beer. Only, only a little bit. Only one can. 5%. It's all good. Why is that relevant information? I don't know. You were talking about porn and stuff, so like shit. How was that all of an information? I'm just curious. Why did you choose to mention that? What did you porn? It's the same thing. I'm just following your lead. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's <laughs> all good, man. Ah, uh, yeah. So you watched um, you watched um Chappelle's The Closer, yeah? I did. It was arguably his most amazing one to date. I've been a Chappelle fan for a very long time. Who, who hasn't been? Well, a lot of people haven't been. <laughs> who hasn't been? <laughs> a a bunch of people. people. Yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch of people haven't been. Oh, amazing. man. But he was like, he was like a, an uncle for us growing up. Yeah. From when he dropped his show back in 03, I guess it was. God. It was, yeah, a different brand of humor. And it was deeper than humor as well. It was a phenomenon. Chappelle's show was actually a phenomenon. Like I remember, because yeah. I went, like we went to an all boys school. School, so to have the Chappelle show say jokes that we will probably be saying or things that related to us, we it, it was just great. It was great. It was amazing. Like yeah. he was the first one to actually talk about the whole R. Kelly thing as well. He made a whole goddamn parody song about it. Like. He he's just <laughs> he's great, man. He was great from the beginning. Yeah, he's never been afraid to to go to that place. Exactly. And at the same time, he speaks in code. And this is what I noticed in this in this latest one, right? He drops a lot of knowledge and a lot of history in code. And it blew my mind. I'm gonna watch it again. I need to watch it like two, three more times at least. <laughs> Like, like what, what part, what part was in code? Like, please elaborate a little bit more. So even the beginning, right? He opened up speaking about this movie idea he had, right? Space shoes. <laughs> oh God, I love that. And it led into him speaking about a children's book as well. Yeah. Called Clifford the Big Black Nigger, as far as <laughs> if, I, if I remember correctly. It was, it was, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hold on. These stories sound kind of familiar. Like, these stories sound kind of, they sound like things that I've read about 
or heard about before. Mm-hmm. And so I just dove back into my archives, right? And I found this book called The Bible and Flying Sources. Okay. And it's about encounters and what's the word I'm looking for? It's encounters. What do you call it? When so, yeah, accounts. So encounters and accounts of or with UFOs and of UFOs hmm? okay. in, in biblical times, right? And as we know, the people that we're dealing with in these times could be known as Jews, right? Mm-hmm. As Judaism, as a religion and as a movement, mm-hmm. and the people who identify as Jews were around before this time. Yeah. And so I recall reading about, so these two guys that went to the moon, right? Armstrong and, and Audrey. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm like, yeah. whoa, you yeah. really jumped. <laughs> you jumped about what two guys? Armstrong and Aldrin. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have the NASA, the official NASA narrative, right? Which says in 1969, they jumped in Apollo, was it 11? I believe it was Apollo 11. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I believe so. Let's fact check that real quick. Yes. Was it Apollo 11? I think so. Yeah, it was Apollo 11. You were correct. Mm, yeah. Right. And they went to the moon, right? 1969, July 24th. Yeah. Yeah. And we have this famous quote. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hmm? And that's the whole like beautiful side of the story that's thrown out there as, you know, look at what we achieved. We've got guys on the moon. We're so amazing. (laughs) And so on the other side now, you have these people that say, nah, this is all a lie. They never went to the moon. They did all this shit in a Hollywood studio or in Mm -hmm. the Arizona desert. Um, It never happened. Why, you know, if we went in 1969, why have we never gone back? Blah, blah, blah. All of this, all of this, right? Yeah. And like, you know me, I'm not a person to take either side. I'm looking at what everyone's saying and I'm like, what's the truth? Because nobody ever tells the truth. The truth is always somewhere in between, like, especially when like, people tell the truth, people speak their truth. But when you have two sides arguing about something, neither of them is the truth. <laughs> and the truth is, is hidden somewhere in between. So then I remember reading about this, so they had a different channel. They had a medical channel with which they could communicate, right? Oh, okay. So it wasn't like the official channel that was going straight to broadcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had a and separate channel for them, yeah. Yeah, indeed. Of and course, that, that just makes sense, to be honest. You're, you're going to have one live for everyone to hear. And of course, there's going to be a separate one where they can go straight to Houston. Right, right. And so there's a guy, what's his name? Let me find him. Norman. Is it Norman? Norman, Norman Berg. Hold on. Let me find this guy's name. Okay. Yeah. No, no, Norman, Dr. Norman Bergman. Okay. All right. And he had an interview. And then he was speaking about some stuff that went down around this time. So they, they say that this guy's a scientist, right? So he doesn't like speculation. 
Hmm? He's all about like what can be, like what, what can we have evidence for, hmm? right? And referring to Neil and Buzz being on the moon, these guys have said that Neil switched to the medical channel at some point. And then he spoke directly with the chief medical officer. And he's quoted as saying, they're here. They're parked on the other side of the crater. They're watching oh, us. Oh, I think I heard something about that as well, you know. Right, right. So then they're talking about, so Mission Control said back to them, like, well, like what's there? What's going on? You know, calling Apollo 11. And then they go, yeah, these, these guys are huge. Like, they're enormous. You wouldn't <laughs> believe it. And we're talking about, so one of these guys, one of these other scientists, dudes, I'll find this, I'll send you this article. Okay. Which leads to a few places. But essentially they say that estimating them to be seven foot tall would be an understatement. Hmm. So they're at least, at the very least, like seven foot tall. But we're talking okay. about eight feet, nine feet. Right. Okay. Not too tall, but that is mm. tall. That is tall, motherfuckers, yeah. That's not like out of the realm of like crazy, crazy. Oh, snap. Oh, no. Lord and Lord. Been... So I'm hearing Chappelle talk about these stories now, like these, these ideas, and he's talking about space Jews, right? <laughs> so I'll bring it back to the Jews in a second, right? But okay. space, space Jews who were originally from the earth, and then left the earth and then had problems where they were and they needed to come back. Yeah. Right. That was a joke. So he's yeah. talking about that. And then, he, and then he's talking about, yeah. And then he's talking about Clifford, the big black nigger. <laughs> so in the space of 30 seconds, he's basically mentioned these things that in my mind, just set off these parallels that like, hold on. I've heard about giant black people traveling in space. Right. So now to bring it back to the Jews, <laughs> it's, there are a group of people. They're mainly based in New York. They refer to themselves as the Hebrew Israelites, right? And they are mostly dark, melanated beings, like melanated men, most of them as well. And their claim is that black people are the original Hebrews and their position was usurped, like they were usurped. Mm, so when you talk about the story, like the Bible story of Jacob and Esau, right? Mm-hmm. So Jacob is intended to get this blessing from his father, but the father is blind. So then Esau comes through and pretends to be Jacob, like takes his place and gets his blessing. And so they're saying that this story is telling the, the, the story of who we know today to be Hebrews or Jews, taking the space of the original Hebrews and Jews. And it's like, huh, interesting. So then I'm thinking about, how these things are treated in society, right? And what happens if anybody says anything about Jewish people? Well, you get absolutely ridiculed. You're anti-Semitic. Yeah. Right. You're called, you're called the anti-Semite. Uh, they start bringing up Hitler comparisons. Yeah, pretty and much. get cancelled. It happened to <laughs> Wiley earlier this year, I believe. Was it last year? He said Damn. some stuff. And among, among those things was saying that black people were the original Hebrews. He got cancelled like a motherfucker. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson, he's an NFL player. He said something similar last year. He got cancelled. Right? And these, these, they come down on these people hard. Of like, course, of they're course. They're not playing. They're not playing. I so I'm not saying anything is anything, right? Mm. I'm, just, I'm just 
bringing up these things that I'm observing. Okay. Like, was it? Um, I I want to get her name right because I do not want to get her name wrong. But there's, I think it was Silverman. What's the name? Silverman. Uh, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. I believe it's Sarah. Sil- let me let me let me check before I get it wrong. If she's Jewish, right? I believe so. Yeah. I believe it was Sarah Silverman. And I believe she had a podcast and she was like going off how um, that people were doing Jew face and how she was upset that people are doing Jew face. And it's like, what? what is Jew face? Exactly. And it's things like something that I'm realizing, like that in current times. Yeah. Especially if we're going to go back to the closer, right? The uh, Netflix special, the comedic, the comedic special is that a lot of marginalized groups are now coming out and doing pretty much doing the same thing that melanated people have been doing for a long time, which is saying that they are being, there's injustice and they're treated wrong. And they're using the same kind of, how do I say, the same kind of uh, arguments in which melanated people are. As in, there's blackface, and now there's Jewface, and then now the LGBTQ plus community is having their thing, and they're saying that they're struggling, and then it's like all these people seem to be getting a pass, except from melanated people. And what's 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 that saying to the world? Sometimes I feel like there's some truth in that, like especially if you look at if you look at history as well. If you just look at even before slavery, right? How, if you look at uh, history, there was a king in Africa, Northern Africa, who was extremely wealthy, extremely powerful. And it was the Spanish, I believe, that came over and saw all this wealth and power and envied it. And this is probably the catalyst that actually sparked the whole Europeans coming to Africa in the first place, which kind of snowballed into the whole slavery trade. So... There is this thing about black people having something or melanated people having something that the world wants to have. And then once they had their way with melanated people, it's like trying to keep them down because of whatever reason. Can you hear me? Can you still hear me? There was an unstable yeah. connection. Yeah. Yeah. I lost you for a minute, but I was like, it's, it's, it's on your side. So it's all good. Yeah. You're, you're recording you. Yeah. It's all yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, but I got what you're saying. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just. <sighs> but if we're going to get into get into these little conspiracies, I always thought of something, hmm, especially if we're going to go into Jews and stuff. Mm. If you go into Genesis, yeah, in Genesis, it pretty much says that all, all the, the story from the Christian standpoint, from Christians, they say that Adam and Eve were the first two, right? The first two human beings. Or Adam was the first and then the rib popped out and then Eve was made from the rib. Whatever you want to think, whatever. They were the first. And then they were the only two. And then from those two, the rest of the human race came into being, right? That's what they believe. See, I see flaws mm. in that because if you actually properly read it, uh, they had two sons, right? 
He had uh, Abel and fuck me, my brain. Kane. K- Dave, thank you. Kane and Abel, thank you. There was Kane and Abel, right? And I believe it was uh, Kane that killed Abel. Yeah. And yeah, and what Kane was so like, oh shit, you know, I fucking killed my brother that he fucking just ran away. And they said that he ran and he ran and he ran and he ran until he came upon, you know, another town. He found another chick, his wife, and then have a kid. Right. So in my mind, reading that, I'm like, why are we always being fed this thing that Adam and Eve were the first human beings and that was it. And then from then everyone else came. It's like, if that's true, then how is Cain able to run away from them and find another chick? That literally contradicts everything that gen- that you guys are saying. Which means Adam and Eve might have been the first, but it might have also mean that they were the archetype for whatever being was there to create more human beings. Because if you read on the Bible even more, you see that there's loads of tribes of men all of a sudden. There's just so many tribes of men and that Jews are one of them. And it's like, oh, <laughs> so I'm get- what I'm guessing is that Adam and Eve or whoever the first two were, were the archetype. They were like, okay, this is the thing I want. They're the first two. And from these two, I'm now going to create more couples. And then this started out the different tribes of man. Hence why it makes sense that when Cain slayed Abel and he ran away, he ran, 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 went to another goddamn town or village or whatever, and then found another chicken and have a kid. Because there's no way he could run away from home to go around the world, to go back home, fuck Eve and have a child. That doesn't make any sense, you know? So. Mm. That's Mm. why there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that we don't know that's being kept or being, like you said, there's two, there's two people shouting and arguing, but they are both not telling the truth. It's somewhere in the middle. Right. And the thing is with the Bible as well, there are a a number of different ways to read it. So one can read it literally, one can read it symbolically, one can read it numerologically, astrologically, uh, metaphysically. Like there's a whole bunch of levels that it can be interpreted through. And, you know, like you said, if we're looking at Adam and Eve, not as people, but as archetypes or prototypes, they are the representation of the two creative forces of nature, which are feminine and masculine. They, they need each other in order to, to create, to procreate. And have you heard of the Anunnaki? Nope. All right. So the Anunnaki are said to be a race of beings a, a godlike race of beings. Let's put it that way. The Anunnaki is said to be a godlike race of beings that created life on earth. And they are also said to be giant and dark. This is how the Anunnaki are described. And it said that they created humans as a servant race. And so they gave them uh, their divine spark and mixed it with 
the the life that already existed on the planet. So some say that that was, you know, when we talk about the evolutionary chain and coming from certain apes or whatever, some say that these Anunnaki injected that divine spark into these apes and then created this, this evolved human, which is like a, a demigod in a sense. And when they speak about this, this creation, or rather, so let's go back to the Bible, right? Genesis, it says, at least in the old versions that we read back in church and back in school, it said, let us create men in our image. All right. Hmm. So God is always put forth, especially in the, the monotheistic religions, as a singular masculine being. He's always right? speaking God the, the Father. Person. <laughs> Yeah, at times, indeed. Yeah. This one very, very specifically said, let us create men or man in our image. And it was like, wait, who is we? Like, who the fuck is we? Yeah, that happens like, a lot in the Bible. Is, you know? It's plural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. It happens a lot. He, God always doesn't refer to himself. He always goes us or we. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what, what these um, Anunnaki philosophers, are one of the things that they're suggesting, is that because it was the it was the term Elohim, right? Elohim is like the plural of gods or creators. And what they're suggesting is that these this group of gods created humanity in order to serve them, which is also why, you know, in the Old Testament we have this this God who's angry as fuck. It's like, why aren't you doing what I said? Like, why aren't you doing what I told you? What's up with that? <laughs> you know, I'm finna fuck everything up. And it's, it just, it brings in a lot of interesting questions. And then especially as it relates to, to melanated people, right. And the ability to travel through space. So first of all, space itself is darkness, right? Space is, is ultimate darkness. Yeah. Who travel there also need to master some kind of darkness, whatever that might mean. And what I found very interesting is going back to this moon mission where these guys, you know, had this soundbite where they saw these other beings over the other side of the crater. They brought out this movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm more of the story. It's called Hidden Colors. Do you know about it? Nope. All right. I know about it. So it's the story of the three melanated women that made this moon mission oh, possible. No, 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 no. I have watched Period. it and it was fucking amazing. Yes, so yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. watched it. It was dope. I actually liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I know. I've not story. seen it yet. It's a good movie. I, I, know, I do I recommend you watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've mm. watched it. It's good. It's really good. Okay. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. But it's very interesting that they would bring in, especially at, at the, the state of politics and race politics at that time. <laughs> That they would feel the need, the need to bring in three melanated, and not just three melanated people, but three melanated women to get this space travel mission on the road, like uh, on the road to get it moving. And it's like, huh. So I'm just hearing all of this and all of these parts and things that I've read and seen and listened to over the years. And then I hear Dave Chappelle talking about space Jews. <laughs> And Clifford, the big black nigger. And it's like, ooh, what is he actually saying? Like, what? And this is what I love about Chappelle. 
is so much deeper than jokes. He's always yeah. got messaging. He always does, yeah. And he can catch anyone on every level. So that's why I'm saying I've got to go back and watch this like two or three more times, do some more research and figure out what this man is actually saying. You know, and every single one of his stand-ups, especially he's telling a story. Like, uh, do you remember, I think it was two specials ago, the one who was telling the story about the, the pimp and the prostitute. Uh, Sticks and Stones? Yeah, I think it was Sticks and Stones. Right, he was telling the story about the pimp and the prostitute. And on one level, it was about a pimp and a prostitute. On another level, it was about him and the industry. On another level, it was about everyone in society and the society we live in. And hidden figures. Sorry, just just hidden sorry. figures. Yeah, hidden figures. One, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to correct you. It was hidden figures, not hidden yeah, colors. Yeah. Hidden figures. Yeah, hidden colors is something else. I'd recommend yeah, that yeah. too, though. Yeah. Hidden figures. That's, that's actually cool. Came out 2016. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Really, really good. Mm. I'm gonna check it out. But yeah, man, Dave is the reason he is the goat. Like, I've, there have been so many dope comedians, right? I'm a fan of Eddie Murphy from back in the day. I'm a fan oh, of, uh, what's Eddie, his name? Richard, Richard Pryor yeah, from back in the yeah, day. I'm a fan yeah, of, yeah, 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 I love yeah. Cat Williams. Cat There's was, a new guy. Cat Williams jokes. Carlos, <laughs> Carlos Miller. Yeah, Cat Williams is hilarious, man. <laughs> He's a different level. Like, Chris Rock had his Come moment. Come on, yeah. Um, so many, like, so many dope comedians. Yeah. Of all of them. Like Dave is the goat to me. Like he's the he's the, the greatest, and it's not. It's, it's so much deeper than the jokes. It's so much deeper than the jokes. He's because, a he's a teacher. Yeah, he's a philosopher. He's yeah. Because yeah. he's he's the guy. Because one thing that you need to listen to that he said in the in the special, which really was fucking dope. Uh, I forgot quote by quote, so please do not kill me for this. But he says something really brilliant. How I forgot what he was talking about, but like like you said, I need to watch it another time, maybe two more times. But um, they were arguing with him, and like they were like, "Oh, who do you think you are?" Oh no, yeah, okay. So he was talking about the whole Me Too movement and how he said like I loved what these white women were doing, but I just didn't like how they executed it. I just didn't like it. And when he came out and said that, all of these white women came to me and went, who the fuck do you think you are? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm the one that got off the bus and walked away from like a hundred million dollars. That's who the fuck I am. You know, yeah. just to prove a point that he's the one that he did something about it. He was in a position where he could have been a multi-millionaire, but he walked away from it to make a point that he will not stand for what that um, that network was trying to do. So he was trying to say to them that I understand your struggle. I understand what you're going through, but the way you're doing it is not the right way. <laughs> He's like, I'm yeah. the one that walked off the bus. I walked away from that money. Like it was very powerful the way he said that. Mm. And so, yeah, so this is, this is, this is why he's the best. Cause he knows how to tie in jokes with real life and actually give you a learning experience and to tie in a lot of, like you said, a lot of philosophy, a lot of, it's like everyone ever, like only a few people can make you laugh. Like there's only a few comedians can, that can actually consecutively make you laugh. Right. Like, like you said, Eddie Murphy, Pat Williams, uh, there's a few, like there's a few, right? And all of them have their own different styles of doing it. 
But when it comes to, you know, Dave, Dave actually teaches you shit. You actually leave learning a bit more than when you came in, you know? You mm. actually have deep understanding of what he was actually trying to say and the ulterior motive. Unless you're going there just to start beef and not actually listen. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And it's what is profound is he has these moments. And I don't even realize when it's happening until it comes to the end of it. But he has these moments where, you know, he'll, he'll hit a joke and it will be funny as hell. And then he'll go into a story or an anecdote. And he'll be talking for like five, six minutes without actually telling any jokes. He's just talking. Talking, yeah. And then he'll, and then he'll throw that punchline again. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is like a comedy show. It's insane, you know? isn't it? It's insane. Like he, drags, he, it. he knows how to drag people around. And like, I remember watching one time a show when he was in a bar or something like that in London. Oh, and he literally okay, just yeah. went and sat down and spoke to the people for like three hours. <laughs> just spoke to them. And he's just, yeah, he's so natural at what he does. And he is a, he's a scientist with it. And he's an artist. Yeah. Yes. Like he said, um, like, have you, have you ever seen any other comedian just actually have a conversation? Like not even tell jokes, just literally talk about their lives and then throw in a punchline that he started at the beginning of the special. Have you seen any other comedian do that? Nah. No yeah. one no one does it. Nah. That's a that's a Dave thing. Exactly. That's a Dave thing. Exactly. Man. He's the yeah. only well, one. I also love on. uh at, at the end of it. And whoa, this like it made something click for me. And I was like, oh shit, all this time. So at the end, um, it shows his logo. I'm talking like right at the end after the oh, credits. Oh yeah, I love that. At the shows red his logo. with the green. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I fucking red, love the that. Black. Uh, what did it say? So yeah, this is um protected by the red, the, the black, and, black the green, and the green at the crossroads. At the crossroads with the key. With the key. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, X Clan. Sick. And I was like, yo. It's sick. And here's the thing: the past couple of weeks, I've been listening to X Clan, and yeah. Again, this ties into the whole Space Jews, Clifford the Big Black Nigger narrative. <laughs> and it's like, shit, he's had this red, black, and green in his logo oh, time. for years. And what I didn't time. even clock that it was like that until, until that came up. I was like, what was I even looking at, man? Dude, he does that at the end of every, almost every special, you know? I, I, for some reason, I didn't, I didn't see it. Really? I guess Netflix finessed me. Like, he must he have finessed me yeah. with, by, with the credits. <laughs> you, you they know, said, nah, you ain't seeing it. You need to watch it, you need to watch <laughs> it through to the end. Because that's why I always do. I yeah. love always watching the... Because his credits, he always has pictures of him with different celebrities and stuff. So I always love to see what he's yeah, doing yeah. with his life and shit. And he always put yeah. dope songs on there. For sure, man. That tie into the Yeah, man. X-Clan is all about melanated people empowerment and realizing our ability. And when I, say, when I talk about ability, I mean... What's the word that I can use to describe this? What's the word I'm looking for? Something to do with stars. What do you, what do you call that? Stellar. There you go. Interstellar. Stellar. Okay. Interstellar ability. Yeah. Listen to X Clan. Just head on head on Spotify, even YouTube, and just throw on some of the their music. And like listen to what these these dudes are saying. 
Like there's a reason that they were taken off the air <laughs> very, very quickly. <laughs> they would have been too dangerous to I mean, play in the mainstream you can on say, the regular. You can say the same about Biggie and Tupac. I mean, they were taken out because of the things they were saying as well. Yeah, but at the same time, their music was always out there in the mainstream. It was always there. Oh, yeah. And they were taken out because, you know, at some point, someone becomes more valuable dead than alive. So, yeah, man. But X-Clan is straight up waking consciousness, like waking sleeping consciousness. The symbols that they use, the words that they say, the way they put together their rhymes, their cadences. X-Clan is, yeah. That's that's a whole waking up consciousness type thing. For sure. Okay, X-Clan. I will give it a listen. It's still on Spotify? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They from way back, like 80s, 90s, man. Yeah, okay, okay. The man. red, the black, and the green at the, at crossroads, the crossroads with the key. With the key. <laughs> oh, shit. And that that's talking about the, the unk. The unk? Let's talk about that. Yeah, man. What's the unk, please? The, the key Educate. of life. Educate. The key of life. Oh, you mean the Egyptian, the Egyptian symbol? Yes, indeed. Okay. And it's, yeah, it goes back further than that. Oh. Yeah, the unk is, is said to be the key to life. And when one understands how to, to open it and to become it, then one can transcend this, this human experience or willingly go back and forth between the realm of the living and the realm of the, not, not the dead, but the underworld, let's say. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, see, that's the thing. Because this is now making me think of, um, how, I mean, I know I've already spoken about this in a, pod, in a podcast before, about how they were what's it called they were clearing up any information on giants they were clearing up any information mm. anything that's abnormal they were just like no it, true, doesn't exist. it doesn't exist it doesn't exist and it's like but there's still i think it was the smithsonian or whatever in america there's still evidence of people taking pictures like i'm not i'm not even joking you can go search up right now there are pictures back from what the 70s or the 60s or something like that of these guys just going out finding these fossils and it wasn't dinosaur fossils we're talking about we're not talking about dinosaurs we're talking about actual like people that have skeleton like skeleton like human humanoid skeletons that were just tall as fuck tall as fuck and there's pictures of people standing next to them like this motherfucker's like seven, eight feet tall, nine feet tall. I think the, the, the tallest one they found was above 10 feet, almost 20 feet or something like that. It's like some crazy shit. Mm. And if you read, sorry to always go back to the Bible. If you read the Bible as well, one thing I realized about, realized about the Bible is that back in those biblical times, they didn't name, they named areas for a reason. Like there's a reason why this place was named Galilee or a reason why this place was named blah 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 because it had uh the, the name had meaning for that area there's actually a reason right so in the bible I remember I was reading this place and there was a place called Dragon Valley like it, the name of the valley was literally Dragon Valley I remember reading that and I'm like 
this is a Bible, right? Because I had to second second check that. I'm like, Dragon Valley? The fuck are you walking through Dragon Valley? So that means that there must have been actual dragons up in this bitch. Because there's a Dragon Valley that those motherfuckers were walking through. Like, mm. there's, there's a lot of things that are being covered up. A lot of things that we don't know. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing you said about... um. Was it about black people not or melanated people not understanding their power? That's because melanated people were in power. Remember, Africa was the cradle of the world, and then the world split up, and then you know these creatures changed and evolved, and then they came back to Africa and saw all the riches, all the diamond and the gold and the plenty, and they were like, "Damn!" Because Europe is not as amazing as Africa. Europeans went to Africa and went, damn, there's so much land and so much shit that over here. And they went and just 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 took and took and took and took. And now we're at the situation we are today. Where people think that people literally still think today that Africa is just full of people just in villages or coming out of trees and shit. It's like, have you have you actually been to Africa or seen any videos on Africa? There, there's cities, massive cities there, plenty of people. I don't know why you think that everyone's living on in the village in these trees and bushes and shit. Oh, mm. it's all it's all about just I don't know what I don't know the reason. There's a reason, but I don't know it, man. I had a thought the other day. What is that? And this might be controversial for some. This is a whole this whole, po- this whole episode is controversial, man. As Most soon as definitely. we started, I was like, well, this is the controversial one. Yeah. <laughs> controversial as well. And we haven't even mentioned LGBT. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. And I thought that I had the other day was what if, yeah, these things that we experience, racism, sexism, what if at the top of the top is actually melanated people, like melanated beings. And they are creating these circumstances through, you know, Europeans, through white people and through other oppressive systems in order to provoke the melanated people who see themselves at the bottom in order for them to wake up. So in essence, like, what if they are creating these circumstances to make it so uncomfortable that the only thing left to do is to be like, I've had enough of this shit. I need to figure out what my power is so I can come up. So that's your conspiracy, that there's actually these, the, 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 the actual heads of the world are actually melanated people and they're purposely orchestrating this to make the melanated people at the bottom strong enough to rise up that's that's what that's your conspiracy it's not it's not a conspiracy <laughs> okay what is it if it's not a conspiracy it's nothing conspiratorial and then if it if it's not conspiratorial then 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 what is it man oh no all they hear is your in that position you're right. gonna have to say that again. Where? You're gonna have to say that again. Say again. You're gonna have to say that again. Oh, no, 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 no. I said it. Yeah. No, I said it is. Can you? Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. No, I said basically. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It basically is a conspiracy. <laughs> if we're defining a conspiracy by, but it's not my conspiracy. This is uh, an idea. 
that that Idea. you know so i'm not i'm not making a theory here but what i'm pointing to is that they they could possibly be a conspiracy um and there's you know that word has negative connotations attached to it but not really because anything where people come together to make a plan is a conspiracy that yeah. you can conspire to plan a fucking birthday party for someone yeah so you know um but yeah what i'm saying is i put myself in those shoes and i thought to myself if i was a melanated being and i've come back to this planet to awaken my people and i tried to give them some stuff to show them who they are but they just rejected it and they called it devil worship for example they called it demonic it's like how else can i reach them if i appear to them and I tell them, okay, you know, this is you and this is your lineage and this is what you're capable of, then they might believe me. But then when they go out and talk to their friends about it, they're just going to call them crazy. And then they're just going to, you know, fucking disown them or whatever. Uh, if they go and speak to these so-called professionals about it, they're going to call them crazy and try and give them pills or put them in a mental hospital. So it's like, how can I orchestrate this for the purpose of awakening. And so this is this is said with the understanding that this life we are currently living is a simulation, right? So this, this these bodies are avatars and this isn't the whole thing. So this is spoken with that understanding. Okay. Mm, and I feel the reason that this would be a lot to to digest for most people is because they're unable to see beyond this physical life. They're unable to see beyond their five senses. I mean, I feel like people can see beyond. It's just that it is, it's like, like you said, it's like more of your idea of what you think is going on. I, I'm guessing these guys are the space Jews, right? These are the space Jews. Again, this is not what I, what, I, what I think is going on. This is a possibility that I'm throwing into the ring. Yeah. Hmm. Indeed. Space Jews. I back. consider I, I have no need to consider any absolute truths about what is or isn't happening. That's it's mostly pointless to me. At the same time, I like to open up my mind up to the possibilities, and that influences how I can move, and it influences my understanding of, or rather, my inner standing of myself, and how I can relate to this reality. So I'm like, yeah, what what if? That was it. What if there is somebody who is really looking out for me this whole time? And the only way that they could do it is to, to create suffering. And another thing that leads me to, to consider that. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Another thing that leads me to consider that as a possibility is the fact that in my own experience and the experience of others that I've spoken with and that I work with, once that suffering has been accepted, and then transcended, it doesn't exist in the same way anymore. The suffering just doesn't exist in the same way anymore. There's still discomfort, yeah, but it's no longer suffering. It's no longer, oh, wow, you know, I'm a victim of, of racism and these white people just trying to hold me down and I can't <laughs> never get over. It, it just, they come from a different angle, from a different perspective. And they're like, oh, okay, everything that I experience is for the purpose of my awakening. So I've got a few, I've got a few things to say. Do you respond Please. to that? So the first is 
every religion needs to understand that their gods are aliens anyway. Every every god in every religion is an alien. So I don't see them as separate things as other people do. Gods and aliens are the same. Because whatever thing can fly through space and create shit is definitely an alien. And any alien that we can see do that is some sort of god to us. Because we can't do that shit. That shit's godlike. So any alien that comes down is a godlike being. And all the gods that you pray to are aliens. So they're one in the same. Secondly, um, what you explained that someone putting us through turmoil to see us break through it to become better people. Yeah, that's just the same God stuff that we've been learning in it. That God puts you through trials and tribulations to make you stronger. You can't do anything that God hasn't already given you to triumph over it. Blah, blah, blah. All of that stuff they preach in church. That's, that's, that's what you just said there. That's what that reminds me of. And my actual question, though, is we keep talking about melanated people, right? As in melanated people are the special, special chosen ones. They are, they are, they are according to you, are, we, we are the space Jews. Um, what, about, what about white people, then? What about the Caucasians? Because I feel that they're special, too. They, they're special. So what, what, what is their part to play? Because I don't think it's just... Because... Uh, one thing I always found weird, yeah, like like you said before, like we said before, that on a planet, yeah, where stars are literally the batteries, the the ex- the core existence of a system is a star, and a star produces light and UV rays, and on a planet like this that is as close to the sun as we are, why is it that some people? are melanated and others are not i mean we can go to the whole um can go through the whole adaptation that people who are further away from the you know equator don't get enough sun so that's why their skin became less melanated but like excuse me that's the beer and but like i get that in a sense but it just still seems weird in a world where we're becoming a lot more. Oh, well, we were even more globalized before. People have been sailing around the planet for quite a long time now. <laughs> and yet there's still this division. So I don't know. It just seems weird on a planet where the sun is our source. It would make sense for everyone to have melanated skin. But yet, you know, there are some Caucasians. So aren't they special too? Don't, don't Caucasians have a special place? I think that's so. I don't think anyone is special. Okay. To be perfectly honest, no one is special. Everyone has a, a part to play. Everyone is unique. Yeah. And the way I see this is, and again, we're, we're using this or we're coming approaching this from the understanding that this is a simulation, right? Oh yes, this is the Matrix. Yes. There's no such thing as black people or white people. Yes. Anyway, just like there's no such thing as a man or a woman. Okay. None of these things exist. These are concepts that are created in this physical realm that represent higher metaphysical concepts. So to make that clearer, the metaphysical concept that created or that, that led to the creation of man and woman is the law of gender. Right, polarity and gender. The fact that in order to create something, there has to be two opposites that come together and that merge in order to create 
a third, right? And in the same way, there's no such thing as black people or white people, but there is what you might call indigenous or first nation, right? So connected to nature. And then there's what you might call further away. I don't want to say disconnected, but further away from nature. And this is what's represented in the, the tones of people, right? So when I say, when I speak about the abilities of melanated people, that's not to say that, that white people don't have these abilities. What that is to say is who are the parents of this earth experiment, right? Who are the parents of this earth experiment? And what we've become accustomed to, what we've become used to is looking to white people as the parents, right? Looking at, looking to white people as the, the presidents, the prime ministers, the leaders, the kings, the, the, the monarchs, whatever, right? This is what we've become accustomed to. When in reality, the, the people that are really in position to be leaders, like in position for leadership. Indigenous and again, people. it's not about, exactly. And it's not about color. It's just about, these are the people that are the most closely connected to the earth. So they know what's going on here. Like they know what's actually going on. So for me, for example, growing up in the, in the city, you know, I am also to a degree largely disconnected. And in order to come closer to my potential as the leader, it would require me getting into nature and connecting with these people who know what's actually, like they understand the soul of the earth. So for me, that's what it, that's what it represents really. So it's not really, it's not really about, about black and white. Mm, the melanin concentration may play a factor, for example, in how one can relate to the sun. So like, I like to, I like to stare at the sun. You know, we were always told it was, it's bad for your eyes. You know, we were told it's bad for your eyes. It's, it's dangerous. I stare at the sun. It's, it's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it in the middle of the day. Like when it's at its highest, but when the sun is rising and when the, when the sun is setting. Yeah, that makes more sense. I look at the sun and I, I can have a conversation. It's like a conversation. You can look at the sun. I stare, I stare okay. into the sun. Like I stare into you, the sun and really I download be... light codes. <laughs> you need to be more specific. You look at sunrises and sunsets. You like looking at sunrises and sunsets, basically. No, no, I don't like looking at. Eh? But you, but you can't stare directly at the sun. You just said that you don't stare directly at the sun in daytime. That's what you literally just said. Which means you like staring. Oh, you, you, you've disconnected again. You've disconnected again. You are... All right. You're, 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 you're back. back. You're back. Okay. All right. Is it me? What are you saying? Because my connection looks strong. It's, it's, it's always you. <laughs> my connection... <laughs> I've got, I've got four full bars of Wi-Fi. Same here. This time okay, my one didn't case, disconnect. I it didn't disconnect. It literally says I'm full. I'm full connected here. Same, same. I, I didn't get any messages. But yeah, we're back. That's all that matters. We're here. Okay, okay. Maybe Wait, what are you me. saying? Oh, because I was just saying you stare at sunsets. You literally said that and you don't stare at the sun at daytime. I stare into the sun. Period. <laughs> 
to be honest, even in the middle of the day, I stare into the sun. That's not healthy. That's 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 your opinion. <laughs> that's your opinion. You're probably gonna tell me that you heard it from some scientists, and I'm like, yeah, yeah that's great. I'm but. not even saying that. I've tried to look directly at the sun. <laughs> that, that bitch burned my eye. <laughs> so I'm right. Like, it takes it no takes more. time. It's something that you gotta warm up to. So in the it's one o'clock. It's one p.m. right here where I am. The okay. sun is hiding behind the clouds at the moment. But when it's out, out, I can look at it for three seconds, I say. Like three, three seconds. <laughs> three Such a seconds. significant amount of time, Aaron. Such a significant amount of time. For, for that amount of light energy coming in, most definitely. <laughs> but I'll stay like three seconds and then it's like, okay, that's, this is it's uncomfortable. And like when it becomes super uncomfortable, <laughs> you know, I look away. <laughs> but oh yeah, man. God. Okay, I'm, I'm glad this is I'm, I'm glad this is entertaining for you it really is I'm, I glad, love I'm it. glad this is entertaining I love yes. it but yeah this is um. have you heard of sun gazing? Um, I mean no I've heard of stargazing or moon right. gazing not sun gazing right you want to look at dangerous you want to research yeah again and if you believe that then it's dangerous for you because I've, I've just congratulations. From, my own, from my own perspective I've tried to look up at the sun and that shit burned mm. my eyes like you I can only stare at the sun for a few seconds before I'm going oh I gotta look away before my eyes get burnt you know right and that's that's how it is when when bright lights are shining exactly it's not easy to look it's not easy to look into but at the end of the day it's like what would happen if I actually train myself to be able to look into this light fair enough you know and I've been doing this shit for a minute and my eyes are working Better than they ever have, to be honest. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Fair enough. Maybe I should try it as well. Strength from my eyes for the sun. If you wanna, if you wanna start with it, start at the sunrise. So when the sun's coming up, like just look into it because it's not gonna be as intense. And then again at the sunset, and then you can sort of like work your way up to. But again, even in the middle of the day, yeah, like a few seconds, and just take it easy. And then just see how you feel and see what looks like things start to look different. Things start to feel different. It's like, wow, I am connected to this shit. Like for real, for real. I used to be able to just, when I was younger, I used to be able to just run around and just keep my eyes open at all times, regardless. I remember that. Mm. But then as I got older, it was like, ah, son, turned into a vampire. Goddamn son. That's it, man. They say, here you go, here's school. So you're going to be inside for eight hours. You're going to sit down on these chairs for eight hours. You know, bitch, there you go. We fucked <laughs> up your life. Yeah, that's it. We're going to teach you lies. You know, that, like school, school is abusive. It's abusive. It's like you're going to sit in these chairs. Pretty much. Stay inside. We're going to tell you lies. And we don't even know we're abusing you because we went through the same system. So we think we're helping you, but really we're abusing you. And it's like we don't have shit, time man. to go into the school system. We can rip the school mm. system apart next episode, right? Nah, nah. I don't even. I don't even want to give that energy, man. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. I have. I felt the need to mention that real quick. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, yeah. I felt the power. I felt the, just the anger against that fucking lies, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> fucking lies. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's what they think of us though man that's what the school system thinks of us it's true yeah yep yep we can get into that later if you want to I will anyway 
I, yeah. I've always wanted to speak about the school system. The school system. I've got a bone to pick with the school system. <laughs> got a heavy <laughs> bone to pick with the school system, man. Gosh damn. Oh man. But yeah. Yeah. Space juice. <laughs> Space. See, this world, man. Like. If it just just slightly to speak on that OG, because I already did it. I didn't want to speak about them again because I already spoke about it. But this whole thing, right? With talking like like I said earlier in this, talking about struggles, how everyone wants to copy the archetype of the struggle that melanated people have been going through for centuries. Uh, now everyone's going through struggles and everyone wants the same rights and stuff. It's like, why can't everyone just help each other out? I don't understand this. Why can't we all help each other out? Everyone's going through the struggle. Why is it always has to be my camp and my camp only? And my camp is against everyone else's camp. And if you're not a part of my camp, then fuck you. It's like, what? Yes, we're all traumatized. <laughs> Pretty much. We're, we're all, like, we are all traumatized to some degree. And, you know, just, I, I really love that you mentioned the archetype again. And this is something that I was saying to, to Jesse the other day, right? Everyone wants to be a melanated woman. I do, bro. <laughs> bro. Everyone. Bro. Including me. Right? Bro. I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm happy. I'm content to be a melanated man. At the same time, there's a part of me that's like, because that's, that's what it means to get, like we all trying to be closer to God, right? And if that is the source of creation, the melanated woman, that's what we're all trying to get back to. And that takes different forms. So for me, I've come into consciousness of that. And the way that I see I can do that best is to love women with, with a pure heart, right? I'm coming from a place where I have acknowledged my trauma and I'm actively healing that. Some people are not able to, to get to that space. So the best way that they see to do it is to, to try and become that, to try and turn their pain so that it looks like this pain, you know? And yeah, man, like again, the way Dave Chappelle broke it down was just, it was masterful. But when people are, and I love what you said, cause you, you mentioned it um, in the episode you dropped the other day. It's when people are, or choose to be offended like that, they've decided that they're not listening. They, just, they said, fuck it, I'm not listening. I just want to be offended right now. <laughs> and what I found very interesting was that there were two, and I'm going to assume, right. And probably some, some folks are going to try and counsel me women, <laughs> because to me, they look like women in the crowd. And, um, when these, when certain jokes came up, their faces went dead. They were not laughing in anymore. The, you saw that, right? That was in the special. Yeah. You saw that. I saw that too. Yeah. There was two women Indeed. at the front. Yeah. I saw that as well. I yeah. saw that as well. Everyone else was laughing and they were just like in the middle, like, Hmm. Right, and you could if you actually watch it, probably Dave saw that as well. And even in his yeah. face, you could see him suddenly go oh. <laughs> on the stage. Man, oh, it, it was, was funny because when I saw them at the beginning, I was like, "Why are they here? They look like this is going to offend them." Yep, yep. That was those were my honest thoughts. Like I said, they purposely went there so they can pick apart the special and just choose whatever part they can be offended at and be offended by it. That was the whole point of being there. So when everyone else was laughing, they were in the middle like, hmm. Hmm. and Dave was like, 
Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. See and Netflix did that on purpose. Of course. Netflix did that on purpose. They, they, they knew what they were doing. Of course, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. But what people really, what I think most people fail to realize here and everywhere in life is that this is one man telling a story from his perspective. Hmm. That's it. That's it. Yeah, he has influence. Yeah, he's got money. But at the end of the day, he's still one man. One dude. Speaking from his perspective. That's it. And and this is and you 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 struck a good thing there. People put way too much, like, how do I say, way too much um some look at what I'm looking for. They put way too much emphasis on a person's fame or fortune. They go like whoever it is, regardless if it's Dave or maybe Joe Rogan or wh- whoever the fuck, right? This is, this is not like presidents or prime ministers we're talking about. This is just comedians or just everyday celebrities. And this celebrity or whatever will say one thing and all of a sudden you see a wave of people going, how dare you use your platform to do this and say this and do that? How dare you, the influence you have, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, they are one person, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? They are one person. If you, if this person is big enough to influence the entire world, what does that say about society? This is not their problem. This is a society problem. If you guys want to be influenced by one person's words, then that's your problem. That's not their problem. Like, they're allowed to say whatever the fuck they want to say. Sure, there's consequences, like we've said before, there's consequences to the shit you do and say, but you as society need to understand that, hmm, maybe I'm not going to follow what this celebrity says. (laughs) It's because this, this celebrity has a certain political view. Doesn't mean you have to follow it. Or just because a political view has happened in the world doesn't mean you have to tweet or send messages at the celebrity and go, what do you think about this? And then what you say will determine what I'm going to do. It's like, what? (laughs) What? What the fuck are you Mm -hmm. saying? It's crazy. Actually crazy. So like you said, Dave is one dude. He's a comedian. He's a joker. And he's really fucking good at it. So let him do his jokes. His his jokes are not going to like make everyone fucking homophobic and hate gay people and then just go about destroying the world. That's never happened. When, when has his specials in the past done that? None. Yet they still try and dig at him like he's some kind of demon. And it's like, well, fuck off. Whatever, man. Just back off. Back off. Like, uh, I'd like to tell a story as, we, as we, we draw to a close, right? Yeah. About how I dealt with the situation with a, an influential person that I didn't agree with. So there's an account on Instagram that I'd followed for a while. And at first I appreciated the content. It seemed pretty cool. It was entertaining, educational. And then at some point it just didn't sit right with me anymore. Like the things this person was sharing and posting, it didn't sit right with me. So I said, uh, all right, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna sit tight. I'm gonna just see how this plays out, right? So I let it run for another week or two. And I was said, Okay, you know what? These posts, they're not, they're not doing it for me. I have to handle this. I've got to do something about this because this is not, you know, the world that I want to create for myself. So 
went over to that person's profile now. And I clicked the unfollow button. And then I went back to my homepage and I never saw another post. That's the end of the story. That's <laughs> a simple thing to do. Just simple thing to do. You'd think that other people would do that. You know? So simple. Now, hmm. I saw your post. I didn't like it. And you keep posting stuff I don't like. I'm just gonna not watch anymore. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. No, no angry DMs or tweets. <laughs> just, no, I'm unfollowing you now. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Imagine. Uh, imagine. <laughs> Imagine, imagine going up to someone and and their Twitter or their Instagram or their whatever social media f- platform it is and going, I don't like you, I'm going to unfollow you now. It's like, just fuck off then. Why are you telling me you're fucking off? Why don't you just go and fuck off? Oh, Man. it's insane. The world we live in where everyone believes that they have to. It's, do you know what it is? It's because I do blame social media because it's like everyone now believes that they have to post every little small thing that's happening in their life or whatever they're thinking at this moment right now has to be online for everyone to see. And because they have the freedom of speech, they have the freedom to do this and everyone has to listen to them because that's the way things are now. And if you don't listen to me, then you're against me and fuck you. Cancel culture. Cancel Cancelled. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, man. Yeah, it's interesting. It's it's interesting to observe. Mm, it can be tiring at times. And again, I don't like to front like I'm not full of shit as well. You know, I got I got my shit exactly. to deal with. I'm not a, a perfect human. I, I yeah. And at shit. the same time. I observe, yeah, I observe. And when it feels right for, for me to say something, I say it. But what I don't want to do is tell someone that their expression is wrong just because I feel a certain way about it. That makes no sense to me. I love that. As I take responsibility for my feelings. So Take responsibility for your goddamn feelings. What did you say? Oh, you said it. Oh, how did you say it again? Say that again. How you are not gonna what? You, some something about someone expressing themselves. How did you say it again? That was so beautiful. Mm. I need to go back and listen to that again. <laughs> you said it so. That yeah. was just so perfect. That was so. Perfect. Gonna leave it yeah. on that. I told you when I'm when I'm in my flow. I don't know what I'm gonna say until I said it, and then I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it as well but it sounded fucking amazing <laughs> it was really on point it was really on point I have to go back and repeat that one again ah uh, and now we've come to a close hope you liked what you listened to remember there's an unfollow button please use it <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you don't like a certain comedian don't buy tickets to their special hey maybe do that <laughs> Maybe when you see it come up on Netflix, maybe don't click on it. 
Hey, why don't we hey, just do that? Girl. I hate him. He's a transphobe. <laughs> ah, I have to go and watch this, I this new watch. special now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta see what he's saying about my people, man. I hate him so much. He's gonna make me so angry, but I need to hear it so I can be more angry. Fucking. You know what it is? It's the equivalent. It's the equivalent of eating a meal, eating that meal, and then going back to the restaurant to eat that meal to just show everyone how much you hate that meal. That's pretty much what it's like. It's like if you don't like it, then don't buy it, you fucking idiot. <sighs> but anyway, we are in pain. Human humans are in pain. Everyone, give yourself a hug, and yeah, just just sit down for a while. Just give yourself a hug, and be like, it's okay, human. It's okay. <laughs> That's a nice way to end it out. Ah. <laughs> uh. And we have questions on Spotify. So if you, we will, uh, uh, we have questions on Spotify. So please answer the questions on Spotify. Please get in touch. Please communicate with us so we know what you're thinking, what you're doing. We're, we're actually getting more people watching our stuff. I'm looking at the stats. It's slowly going up. More, more and more oh, yeah? people. Yeah, yeah. It's slowly, slowly. How, how are you doing? How are you it's, doing? It's, 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 it's not a lot, but I've seen it slowly going up. We, we've got, I think we've got 114. Since we moved to Anchor FM, we've got now i mean before when we were on um automatic we had quite a lot but then we lost that when we switched over but now we've got we're going back up so we've got like 114 listens 18 something like oh more than that it's going up anyway so really good yeah that's cool man that's cool so yeah either way we're gonna keep doing this anyway yes (laughs) absolutely we'll see you lovely lovely people in the next one We out. Peace.